everyone. Welcome to Psyched, Combos on Psychology, Relationships, and Personal Growth. My name is Nicole, and I'm a marketing manager with a background in psychology. And hello, I am, my name is Laura, and I am a licensed clinical professional counselor. Um, I have a, my own private practice that I work with individuals and couples and help with um, depression, anxiety, life transitions, and uh, relationship issues. And together, we'll be discussing and answering your questions on topics ranging from infidelity to loneliness to anxiety and a lot more, all while drawing a connection back to psychology. Hi, guys. Welcome to Psyched Convos on Psychology Relationships and Personal Growth. I'm Nicole. And I'm Laura. And today we're going to be talking about the self-fulfilling prophecy um, or self-fulfilling prophecies. So I don't know. I don't think everyone knows what this is because um, I know I remember um, I went to I was at work a couple months ago and um, someone came in and she was like, oh, I just had my first therapy appointment in a while. And she told me about the self-fulfilling prophecy like I had no idea what this was. So I think a lot of people actually don't really even know what a self-fulfilling prophecy is. So. Um, we're first going to tell you exactly what it is, and then we'll talk about it, give you some misconceptions, answer some questions about it. So self-fulfilling prophecy is a prediction that causes itself to be true due to the behavior of the believer. So like I believe it's we want to validate our own thoughts and beliefs. So the way we act, um, I guess, the way we act and then the other way, people's reactions to reinforce. that reinforce that and confirm those thoughts and beliefs that we already have. There's something actually called, um, you know, in, in psycho psychology, um, schemas. We, we kind of view the world, you know, again, it's about how we grew up and what our experiences are, um, <clears throat> you know, who we are biologically, but also our experiences. And we develop this understanding about the world and how we fit in it. Mm -hmm. And so we tend to then interact with the world that reconfirms those beliefs that we've, it, in some ways it helps us feel stable, you know, right. and it helps us feel secure. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but also, obviously, if we have distorted uh, beliefs, then that's going to hinder us. And right. we're going to reinforce that based on how we interact with the world. Right. So the self-fulfilling prophecy is, can be directed. It's called self-fulfilling prophecy. So it sounds like it's all about you and like your own beliefs on the world and like how, how you view yourself, but it also relates to, um, groups and others as well. So I guess, for example, it's like, oh, my husband always like, does this, this, and this. And so what you're going to do is you're going to, anytime he does something that reinforces that thought that you have about that person, you're going to remember that and you're going to, it's going to just keep reinforcing and keep that cycle going of what you believe about that person. But you'll never like, you're going to probably gloss over, or, like not even recognize when he doesn't do that. So you're just valid because you want to validate your own beliefs or thoughts. And that goes on to talking about groups of people too. Um, yeah. Even when, um, um, we often, you know, the thing is when we have certain um, beliefs about how things are typically going to be, then we are geared to tuning into those things. And so now we're missing out on all these other things. Be they, they become kind of faded by the wayside. Um, so we, so our world then becomes only focused on these beliefs and then that reinforces what we believe 
uh, and keeps how we think of the world intact when in actuality there's all these other things happening and we're just not tuning into them mm -hmm. and so if it is a negative um, belief then we're excluding ourselves from a lot of other things that could be positive that could be um what's the thing uh telling us something different i guess that's not yeah that, or, or there was another word changing, i was trying to think of um altering how we yeah. see the world mm -hmm. it's like a, a cycle so are the beliefs that we have influence our actions and how we behave and that impacts others beliefs about us which then cause the other person's actions toward us to be a certain way that reinforces our original belief so if that makes sense you can see that cycle there yeah how that confirms that yeah you know that's sort of when they talk about like um the dynamics of a conversation, you know, there's the actual thing you're talking about, but then there's the, that's one level. But the other level is that it's the way that you're talking uh, back and forth. And that, so that expectation, present something or say something in a certain way with an expectation of how that person's going to respond. Then because you said it in that way, that person is used to this dynamic. So they do um, say something back to you in that typical way you right. know and it's sort of like this this loop so it keeps come reinforcing itself mm -hmm. and that kind of goes back to i think like 90 percent of the stuff that we do is not even our own like conscious conscious yeah it's like just it's become very it's automatic yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah all the subconscious um so this actually the self-fulfilling prophecy comes up a lot with um racial stereotyping or just stereotyping in general. So a lot of the times if you, like people have these stereotypes and beliefs about groups of people, certain other people, like anything like that, and the self-fulfilling prophecy really comes into play there because if all these people have these stereotypes on a certain group, then that's gonna just do the same exact thing that we just talked about, how it's going to, it's the way that we treat that group is going to then confirm their beliefs about themselves and then cause them to act that same way. So it comes a lot uh, into play with that. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And then also uh, another example, an example of a self-fulfilling prophecy is the placebo effect. So if people don't know what that, if you don't know what that is, um, placebo effect is when um, people get certain drugs or medication. I think this is a lot of times what, like when they test drugs, yeah. testing medications and things like that. Right. So they'll give like half of the group, the real drug, they'll give half of the group a sugar pill or something like that, just nothing. And then they test to see how people, they ask some questions based on what the pill's supposed to do. And if that pill, um, and then they'll compare the two groups. And if both the groups have like the same response, then they know that the medication probably doesn't work. And people, well, people think just because they're told that they're taking the real pill, they are all of a sudden feeling, feeling those reactions <clears throat> of that medication, even though yeah. they're not even getting the real thing. Right. So it's just, again, it's a lot about your beliefs and, like, just what you think and not actually what's happening to you. Right, right. So right. Um, so now we can go, we can talk a little bit maybe about some of the common misconceptions that people have about the self-fulfilling prophecy and now that we know what it is. <laughs> um, so one of the common misconceptions is we can't control our behaviors. Sometimes people say, well, you, you know, for example, you can put that in, you know, someone's, says that, you know, well, because you did that, that's why I did that. You right. know, they 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 put it on other other people. Like they're not 
they don't have their own free will. They don't have their their yeah they their behaviors are um, controlled by outside forces or just because they felt that way that's why they reacted that way or maybe they make use that as an excuse to um, say that's that that's okay that they responded that way you know I was angry and so I. Uh, I had no control over how I acted. Right. I hate Because, you. yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, but in reality, that's the one, that's what we do have control over. How, yeah. we, how we react. Yeah. So we don't have control, so we don't have control over, we don't have control over the initial thoughts and feelings that come to us. We, you know, that, because we've developed patterns about how that, how that happens and, um, and so we do, uh, in the world, um, experience those things pretty readily. But we don't necess- But we can choose a different way to respond to those behaviors. So it's. So I think sometimes people think that, you know, if we say you need to um, not do this when you're angry, um, they're try- They try to think that. Uh, they try to say that you. Um, you have to change who you are. You can't be angry about this particular thing. Um, and that's not, that's not what it is at all. Whatever we feel is valid, but, um, but how we choose to react to it is, uh, and int- respond. respond to it is totally under our control. Right. And we, we can acknowledge that we're angry about something, but we can choose a healthy way to respond, respond to, it. to it. And I feel like people don't really... Um think that a lot we'll put a lot more weight on like other people's actions I guess and like I guess they just don't they don't t- take responsibility for their own actions a lot of the time and right. just blame others and um don't see it as their responsibility I guess to respond appropriately right right they think they're justified yeah to respond if somebody does something negative to them that they're not um you know that gets them angry they feel justified in retaliating let's right. say in a in a negative way mm-hmm. yeah um so another common misconception that people have and i think it's just because of a lot of the examples out there it makes sense why people would think this but um self-fulfilling prophecies are only negative so like i said a lot with the stereotyping and things like that but um there definitely are positive self-fulfilling prophecies right um if you want to i don't know if you have an example yeah yeah so um you know again it's it's about what we pick and choose to pay attention to when we interact in the world because of fear what we try to do is we try to protect ourselves and so if we have if we say that you know we always have we never have a good relationship then anytime we are in a relationship, we're looking for everything that points to that so that we can protect ourselves in case that might happen. But because we keep looking for it, you never give that opportunity. You never see the other the other opportunity. Um, and if we're interacting in a relationship that expects that this person is going to um, do something that hurts that you know and they're not going to stay with us um for example if we uh you know we expect that they're going to cheat on us so we monitor when they when they leave us to go out with friends how long they're there 
um, probably all text and check in a lot more consistently and things like that. Right. I know that's a very common one, and um, I feel like it's I've read it like that people who always are believing that someone's going to cheat either are the cheaters themselves or they end up driving the person to cheat just based on their behaviors. Or they, drive, or they drive that person away because right. they try to control something that hasn't happened. You yeah. Know, like they're trying to protect themselves from getting hurt by, con- by putting, putting it on the other person as if that person's already doing it. Right. You know, so if, if, if they can't let their, their uh, significant other go out and spend a couple hours or whatever with friends um, without feeling like they have, they need an account of what they're, they're doing out there, they're acting as if that person has already done the cheating. Right. They're treating them like, they, like they're, they've done Which it now... So that other person now is not going to feel comfortable in the relationship. They're going to be feel too constrained, too, mm-hmm. um, like they're going to feel too controlled. And at a certain point, then either they may cheat or they may turn around. Well, and it's say, like a form of retaliation for feeling so controlled is either to cheat to probably get out of the relationship or do the or thing. end the relationship. It's like a rebellion. Yeah, or end the relationship. Or end the relationship. Yeah. You know, so therefore, you do. You know, and then then that person has uh, acquired their self fulfilling prophecy, which is I can't stay in Damn any right. relationship. Right, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so I don't know if we you kind of already talked about this, but um, it seems like self fulfilling prophecies are more based on fear, maybe because it's unknown. Well, so I think actually it could be both but one is more unconscious and one is more conscious so i think you know negative self-fulfilling prophecy would you know something that you think okay that's just you know i'm never lucky with this so this and then it just happens i think that one is based out of fear mm-hmm. we um to protect yourself and so and a lot of time, and so we're then in that mode when we live our life that way we're more in survival mode we're more like so when we live in fear our focus is more narrowed we're um you know trying to avoid this particular thing happening and so we're very uh tuned into anything that anything any ways to protect ourselves from that or seeing signs of it happening you know so it's it's very fear-based and um but positive ones there's positive in so for example if you um want something positive to happen in your life when you do it from a, a standpoint of calm Calmness and true belief that you deserve, uh, you deserve um, what you want. Yeah, that you deserve good things to happen. Right, to you. right. You know, from this this kind of I guess this this internal belief. Yeah, that you deserve that. Then you you can fulfill that prophecy. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I've always heard like people like. I listen to other podcasts and stuff where they interview a lot of people, like successful people who have started things. And, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, how did you get started? Like, how did it happen or whatever? And a lot of times the people are always like, 
well, I just, like, kind of always grew up just knew and I would do something. Like, I just had this, like, thing. Like, a lot of times that's kind of their response is, like, I just had this in me that I just knew that, like, I didn't know what it was going to be, like, what I was going to do, but I just knew that something, it was going to happen to me, kind of. And I think yeah. people just have this, like, if they have that, like, inner confidence in themselves, then they can, then that, that just, like, the way they act in the world Confer- like again, like we said, if they believe this about themselves, they act that way. Like they deserve these things. That why can't it be me? Why can't I do this? Then the actions of others, you know, in I turn think it's sort that. of about following your, I want to say, authentic self. It's sort of aligning your true kind of um, gut understanding about who you are and what makes you happy, um, and then opening yourself up to those things in the world so it's more of an open kind of experiencing allowing those things to, to come to you come to you and because you're more open you are able to see those things you're able to um, take in those positive things yeah yeah you're able to more um, and to, and then actually seize on those opportunities right you know and it's more of a natural process it's not like this it's not a controlling um, not a controlling fear-based avoiding any pain kind of thing it's more of a openness to um seeing what's out there and how it and uh what feels right to you and and so so there's a natural progression in going um towards that towards that it yeah. it's it sort of it's not like this forced thing it's more mm-hmm. of a natural evolving process mm-hmm. that lead you in that self-fulfilling prophecy in the positive in that direction. direction right okay cool um so another question are the beliefs that we have actually true or are they only true because of this self-fulfilling prophecy so i guess is it it's kind of like the chicken or the egg question so do the beliefs come first or does it like the the self-fulfilling prophecy part come first yeah well and so i, I you know this would be my opinion the beliefs come first mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we may, you know, we can't control certain things, natural things that happen to us, you right. know, if we get in a car accident or something like that. Um, but beyond that, it is our beliefs about what happens to us versus that those beliefs are true. What about, like, again, this is, I'm, I don't want to keep talking about this subject, but, like, I'm going back to the cheating question. <laughs> so let's say, though, like, you're in a relationship, like, your first relationship ever, and they cheat on you. And then you have this belief, then can't, can't you argue that then the out, the outward action was what caused this. So then you internalize that you thought it was a belief about you. And now you start creating that self-fulfilling yes. prophecy. So yes. couldn't it, it could be both. So yeah. it's, again, it's the chicken or the egg question. There is no right answer, right? Because right. it's, yeah. yeah. You could have gone into a relationship fully being like, I trust this person. Right. This is great. And all that kind of stuff. And, and then get really bump, bump, shocked, shocked and, and yeah. thrown and, and your world shattered. And then, um, depending on how you deal with that, um, is when you would possibly then continue forward with the self-fulfilling prophecy that, because that happened, I can't trust any other relationship. Right, right. And everyone's going to cheat on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess it is kind of a complicated, like, there's no right or wrong answer. And it's, like, probably, I think probably it just depends on the circumstance and, like, what the self-fulfilling prophecy is forever you know obviously everyone has their own self-fulfilling prophecies everyone has multiple self-fulfilling prophecies i'm sure so some of those are probably going to be started from 
an outward action that happened to us, and some are probably going to start from our what we already believed. Yeah. I assume it's both. Yeah. yeah. I actually, there was something I just read in this forgiveness book. Um, it was saying that you, um, those type of things can affect you depending on how much um, this negative, so let's say you were cheated on and the relationship falls apart. If you had this really strong belief in, um, you know, that this was a great relationship and because I, I am, you know, let's say for practical purposes, you know, God has blessed me with this because I'm a good person, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then this happens. Because it shakes your world so much you're more affected by it mm -hmm. because it's so opposite of, of what you, what you originally believed. thought. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that can start a trend of how, how could this be? And, and, you know, now you're, you're the, the self-fulfilling prophecy trying mm -hmm. to answer, you know, well, there's gotta be a reason and, you know, so then that causes you to go more the opposite. Yeah. It could uh, be probably more because it's such a strong one eighty kind of. Like yeah. Yeah. But if it was something that, you know, you weren't quite, you know, it, you didn't have that strong reaction to it. Or wasn't as unexpected or unpredictable. Yeah, but if you had a relationship and then it um, fell apart, but you were more... Indifferent to it in the beginning anyways. Well, Or weren't, like, sure that it was going to be the one anyways, like, kind of that. Right. Yeah. They described there was a, a woman that had been in a marriage for 20 years or whatever, and then and she thought, you know, she was a God-fearing person, and she, uh, not God-fearing, but, you know, she believed in God and that she was a good person and that she was blessed with this wonderful relationship, and her husband left her. Mm -hmm. And so she was absolutely devastated. Right. And couldn't, it, it it shattered her world. Right. Somebody who's kind of like, you know, if bad things happen, I, I you know. Deal with it and um, hold on. Life doesn't always throw you good things, that kind of thing. You know, you have this relationship and it's good, but then you, 20 years later, you know, you find out that they, they cheated or whatever or it is. Or they leave you, yeah. Um, you're, because you didn't have such solid opposite beliefs of, yeah. of everything being so rosy, it's not going to affect you as much. Is that like, it sounds like resilience. Yeah, I mean, you could say, I guess that would be a question because that other, the first person kind of went through life maybe not having had the experience of negative things. So, so they didn't even have to like learn resilience. Right. Yeah. Whereas maybe another person has had to learn resilience. Right. And so they go through life and then this happens. They're like, okay, but I can bounce back from, can this. Bounce back yeah. from this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Again, that probably as we've talked in the past, combo <laughs> uh it has to do with your, your self-esteem your feelings of core work your sense of core, core worth yeah and realizing that this is not because of you it's because of external right right yeah so i think this comes back um i think a lot of things that we talk about here or will be talking about here comes down to self-awareness and just awareness of what um whatever topic we're talking about is are are we aware of the self-fulfilling prophecies within ourselves that we hold about ourselves or others too. Like, again, I think 
but a good example, like that we talked about earlier, was the stereotyping. Like, everyone, I think, has stereotypes, good or bad, and you kind of, I don't want to say you can't help them, but it, it's just, like, it's just your way of, uh, again, well, interacting with the world, being pre- predicting things, like how people are going to treat you right. and things like that. I think, it, again, it all com- comes from, you know, with as human beings, we want to feel secure in the world, mm-hmm. and so our... The reasons we have stereotypes, I mean, it's for a protective reason um, to, you know, help us how to na- know how to navigate the world in a, in a safe way. Mm-hmm. Um, however, obviously, then when we get too narrowed with our focus and start applying that to everything, you know, then it hinders us because we're treating everyone as if that's who they were. Right. Instead yeah. of about individual people. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Our self-fulfilling prophecies... So I guess that didn't really answer the question, but we'll go back to it. But <laughs> um, I guess I had another one. Are they um, only based on people, like with people to people? Or is it like, can you, I don't, yeah, right? It would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just trying to think of, I was trying to think if there was anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Like placebo. I was thinking going back to the placebo effect. Is that really, that's not really an expectation about others. Placebo effect. Because that's yeah, an expectation on the medication. Yeah, you could think that, uh, you know. My car died. Um, so all my cars are going to die? <laughs> well, I mean, that's just negative things. You know, negative yeah. things always happen in my life. My car died. But then that's still about uh, yourself. I got in a car accident. Yeah, that's related. Um, but then there, the, there was, but the placebo effect is you're having this expectation about a med- medicine. Correct. So that is so, an example of something that's not Yeah, so yourself. it doesn't have to be just... Person to person. Person to person, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Right. Um, but anyways, going back to the other question... Um, are we aware of these in ourselves? And I think I can answer part partially, but I want to hear what you have to say too. But, um, I think you are aware of some of them and some are, you are not. Um, like I know that I think everyone has stereotypes or does, you know, stereotypes of like genders, races, religions, like you have these beliefs about all these groups of people, whether they're negative, positive, whether they're strong or not, you have them. Yeah, I think and those are, are ones you're probably more aware of, things I like think, that. Well, I think in a way maybe we're not, mm-hmm. uh, unless we purpose we start. See, we become aware of things a lot of times when we start seeing um, problems or issues coming up because uh-huh. we have these certain beliefs or whatever, and kind of start questioning. Well, why is that? You know, right? And um, and then I think we do start becoming aware. I think for the most part, possibly we're not. Do you think maybe it's like when something went maybe the opposite of your beliefs? Is that what you're kind of saying? Like I, you said problems, but like would it be like maybe if the opposite starts happening, then you're aware of this, your original self-fulfilling prophecy belief? Opposite meaning? Like, like again, the example of the cheating. We'll go back to that. Okay. So let's say that you had that self-fulfilling prophecy belief that everyone cheats on you, like or you're always going to be in a bad relationship or whatever, but then you get into one that's really good and the person doesn't cheat and doesn't like keeps not cheating and like eventually like you're so like the opposite has continued to happen and there's one person is like you're in a really good relationship then you can finally become aware that you had this original self-fulfilling prophecy belief in the first place well and i think yeah i mean i think that can happen either way right that, you know a lot of times let's say you know you've always expected negative things to happen and all of a sudden good things are happening you're always waiting for the sh- the other yeah. shoe to drop Right. You know, and so, and then you might, as the shoe does not drop, maybe you start questioning, well, why do right. I keep having that? Right. Or you probably could be in a relation, in, in a 
thing where you constantly get in these negative relationships and eventually you start saying, you know, there's a pattern here. Yeah. So just Why kind of... do I always get attracted to these kinds of people? Mm-hmm. And so then you start investigating. So I think it can be both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Because even when you're in the good thing, good spot, let's say good things are happening, you're still not settled. You're not confident that it'll continue. Mm-hmm. And so you're not completely happy or your guard isn't completely down and so that right. might raise a question for yourself as well like why am i everything's going well why am i still feeling this way like nervous or worried that this is going to happen yeah and i guess um yeah that makes all a lot of sense but i guess the last question i would have then since we talk like we want to give some information to help people like maybe get out of these self-fulfilling prophecies or um, cultivate more positive ones um, what can you do then? What do you think is like a big thing? Obviously we always talk about awareness first. Like that's the first thing to become aware of these self-selling prophecies if they're negative and hopefully you can then once after you become aware, what can you do then to get rid of the negative ones and create more positive ones? Okay. So let's say if you're, um, noticing, I think it's sort of, you know, noticing what are your responses to, um, these types of, uh, negative things that keep happening and questioning, you know, how can I change this response? Well, you know, I always choose doing this, you know, if you're, beco- if you're aware now, mm-hmm. I'm, a, you know, you're always doing the, the feelings, the thoughts you're having, you're always choosing this, this reaction to, or this response to it. Um, I need to start thinking about what is a different response? You know, how can I, um, I can still have the same thoughts, feelings, but I need to choose a different response Yeah, and see, and, you know, kind of work with that and see um, what that, how that changes things. Okay. Well, I think I'm, anything else you want to touch on or I think we covered it. I think that's, that's good for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Psyched Combos on Psychology, Relationships and Personal Growth. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating or review. It would be really, really appreciated. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend about us. We would love to continue to grow the podcast as much as possible. Um, We also would love to hear any feedback that you guys have or any questions related to the episode. So please send any of that to psychedconvos at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Instagram and Facebook at at psychedconvos. And we're on Twitter at podcast underscore psyched. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you next week.